Hey folks, we're here at the very first Gridiron Gaming Podcast here in Dallas, Texas at Mavs Gaming Hub. You can see all the craziness going on around me, but I'm here with legendary strength and conditioning coach Bob King, three-time Super Bowl champion. Uh, he was strength conditioning coach yes. of the Dallas Cowboys yes, back sir. in the day. Back in the day, and we'd like to have that day come back. Uh, we're dry right now. We're, <laughs> right. Uh, we're going to try to make a run for it in, in 19, so we'll see what happens. We got some we got some good things to look forward to. I with think our Cowboys, so. Right? They're getting the roster but, right. Although, I do have to be honest with you. Okay. As, as a retired player, I always hated playing the Cowboys. Yeah, and, you and should. And you were coaching when I was playing, right? So <laughs> You should. And, and, oh. and here's why. Not only did, you know, this was the Emmett Smith, Aikman mm. Cowboys days. Yeah. We were kicking everybody's butt. Yeah. But I was kind of like the, the old school guy that liked to go out on the field Right after the game, yeah. Or I'm sorry, out on the field before the game, like hours before, pace the field. It would be nice and quiet. Get typically, ready. Yeah. Right? get ready mentally, go through the game, and in Jerry's world, yeah, it was always <laughs> a three ring circus. There were some circus. cheerleaders and bands. Oh and, man! I tell you what, I went out down in the tunnel one time in the first year with the Cowboys, and I got to the end of the tunnel. It's a long tunnel out of the old Texas Stadium, and you come out, and the sideline is deep with civilians. Deep. I said, who are all these people? And they're season ticket holders, friends, family, loved ones, and neighbors, and it's like unbelievable. You know, the the this common circumstance that went on, and you mentioned the cheerleaders and just everything you could imagine. If there was space, let's put something in that space. Oh, uh, you know, but that's... It was showtime. Know, I mean, it, it, was a, showtime. Hey, it was a great fan experience. And then for us as staff and what players, it was a really good experience. You know, and then I just remember my, you know, my younger years coming out there and there's, you know, playing in, in Dallas mm-hmm. has that kind of that mystique behind it. Right. Yeah. So you're coming in there and you hear that, you know, the stories of, you know, the hole in the roof so, so God, God can, can watch. watch his team like this. <laughs> Absolutely. Does, doesn't get more intimidating for, for a Christian, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, this is God's team. I'm in the wrong spot in the first place anyways. But that, you know, lo- absolutely loved those days. Those teams back then were, were incredible and, and incredible to be a part of it. What was it like being a part of those Super Bowl winning well, teams? you know, people ask me that, and I just – it was nothing but a fabulous experience. I always thought uh, Jerry – Took care of everybody real well. I thought uh, I worked with Jimmy uh, jo- uh, Johnson and Barry Switzer, both uh, wow. uh, legendary coaches, right. and uh, I had nothing but a tremendous experience, a tremendous expe- respect for the organization, and you know the the stars aligned. The players that came through there were phenomenal, <sighs> not only in talent but they were great people. I mean, just. Um, by definition, my de- uh, assignment was I worked with the O and D line in the offseason training predominantly. We right. we took turns doing stuff but man i tell you what those guys were just athletes so amazing t- so tell me were, were you there when was it larry allen when he did the 700 pound bench <laughs> I, I i would tell stories but i was not uh, <laughs> right? I, I, I was gone there but um uh we drafted larry and the o-line coach came out and uh larry was there for the first day and uh, uh he came out and goes yeah, take care of him he's special and i did not know larry and he wasn't going to make the first. We ran one tens as a conditioning deal, and, and we had to, he, <laughs> he wasn't going to cut it. <laughs> he wasn't going to make. He would make fifty, and maybe three of those fifty yards. And uh, uh, he was just the most amazing, uh, as you know, talent. But yeah. uh, 
uh, I had a chance to work with guys like that throughout the, my time there. Running but, long distance wasn't his thing. <laughs> 110 yards was not in Larry's program. I would have guessed that at the end of his senior season last game, that was it until he showed up for that offseason. He just probably, I think, sat down and took a vacation. <laughs> well, I mean, but let's be honest. It's not offensive linemen. Well, yeah. If we're running 100 yards, something <laughs> really bad happened. Well, right? <laughs> that's where, that's where uh, the, the hardest part of my job was uh, on days when uh, the players came out in little kind of trick and one day I was out, and uh, it was just me and Nate Newton. And so, Nate Newton, uh, there you go. The the thing that I like didn't like about working with Nate, he didn't he didn't let me do my job because he would he was always talking, cracking jokes. I couldn't stop laughing. Right. Nigga, Bob, why I got to do this? I only got to go three steps. Bob, right. why do I got to do this? I only got to go three steps. <laughs> Nate, that's the workout, and he went on and on, and but. Uh, ultimately, he'd get the job done. Right. Those guys were, I mean, that O-line, you know, I know when, you know, when I came in the league in 95 in, in Jacksonville mm-hmm. and just, you know, how we looked at that group and, and, you know, just the amount of respect for that O-line unit. Yeah. Those guys were, were so Well, they were well coached and uh, NFL was undergoing all their uh, financial changes as far as salary cap and plan B and things like that. And so uh, we had uh, probably the best two deep offensive line that I, any team has ever had. Yeah, I mean, too deep. That's just unheard of. Yeah, you, know, you got may have five with a couple of good subs, but man, we were just rolling them out there. Yeah. Same thing on the D line, uh, eight deep. You know, so too yeah. deep for uh, all and four positions. Is, wins three Super Bowls. Yeah, <laughs> right? and it, it's what that's what did it. That old line, I tell you what, and you would know this, but man, they love a nice third quarter, twelve to fourteen play drive on the ground. And oh, so, yeah, right. So, right. Yeah, those <laughs> we, are good. We old dream days. of those moments. <laughs> Which aren't happening too often anymore. Not anymore. These offenses yeah. today, that's for sure. So tell me about what you're doing now. Tell me about King Sports. You, you, you have an awesome thing you're doing here in Dallas. Yeah, we're we're uh, branched out. You know, I got out of the pro sports and uh, traveling as much as I did with the Mavericks and the Cowboys. And uh, it's King Sports Training and it's kingsportstraining.com. Uh, we just train athletes. And uh, we do have football players come in. Last year I had a guy come in from uh, – he didn't go to college. He went from high school to the Knicks. And we trained him for the draft last wow. year. And uh, Mitchell Robinson went in the second round of the New York Knicks. And uh, we had another guy that uh, played in the league, CJ, uh, yeah, CJ Anders. CJ, what was CJ's name? He uh, came in from Indianapolis, local guy. And uh, uh, we still train athletes at all levels. And so, uh, um, uh, you know, if you have a son or a daughter who's into sports will help them get faster will help them become stronger appropriately for their age sport right. uh, that kind of thing and that's what we do just every day right now is our summer program here in Dallas and here we go and it's and it's so key and you mentioned just the the speed training you know that quickness and agility and, and you know I, I have a a son that's a chip off the old block All right. right and so you know I was the I was the weight room junkie uh-huh. right yes. you know the 500 plus pound bench yeah. and that was you know back in the day that's still it that, well and that, I look uh, at guys like Larry Allen that blew me out of the water with his 700 <laughs> I'm like it's like child's play to him he was yeah. warming up with what I maxed it but yeah. anyways it, you know so my my son getting into that now and, and as he's 13 mm-hmm. so the weight room is a big thing yeah. how much your bench how much you're squatting and I keep telling him son I don't care if you can bench press the world if you are not quick enough and agile enough mm-hmm. to get there to apply it, oh, yeah. what's the point? <laughs> well, well, in my pro career, uh, you know, I, I had an opportunity to be with the Mavericks, the Cowboys, even the Dallas Burns Soccer Club for a while. But uh, I learned something from the coaches as much as I did the players and other peers of mine. And so I could tell if I, I learned that I could say uh, – 
well, this coach, coach, this guy's got a 58 ver- inch vertical. He runs the 40 and one flat. You know, all these things like yeah. that. Coach has always the trump card. Can he play? Or That's right. If I say he can squat, you know, 4,000 pounds, coach can always say, how's his feet? And those two questions dominated my training because I got to know how's his feet. Can he play? That's the film job of the scouts and so forth. But how's his feet is my job. And uh, I'm out training one day with uh, – I have Herb Williams as one of my power forwards with Mavericks, and we're taking a break between some running. And I just – I thought, let me ask him. I go, Herb, how do you know when uh, uh, when you know when to retire? And he didn't even blink an eye. He goes, when I lose my first step. That comment just – not changed, but yeah. just yeah. took our training in a different direction. And we have a whole – speed bag we call it of tricks for zero to ten training first step and you know if you can't get so off the first step you're, right. you're, you're, you're right and you're so right. Uh, that's what the dallas line at that time did where our first step was so good you know in the in you know for any younger kids listening that I mean, it's just it's all the difference in the world as you yeah. go through especially division one college sports uh you know it doesn't matter what sport you're playing uh, into the any the pro elite levels, yes. that speed is the differentiator. And we've said that for decades. You're exactly right. Speed separates levels. And so what we tell guys is that if you know a lot of times there's coaches or parents that Tommy or Susie needs to be bigger, or Tommy and Susie needs to be faster, and they they isolate a component. And we just say, look, if you get stronger and faster, you play bigger. So I'm not yeah, worried about yeah. putting – I can't make you grow any inches taller and putting weight on you is up to your body, not me. But if you if you get strong and you get fast, you play bigger. If uh, you have uh, young kids in the Dallas area or heck anywhere, yeah. it, just spending some time with Coach King here is going to – just change your game altogether. Uh, a no firsthand uh, do life with through Aaron and yeah, the conversations yeah. that we've had, and you know just what you've given to him uh, from a training standpoint is phenomenal. It's uh, anyways go go to KingSportsTraining.com. Yes, sir. Go hang out with Bob King. Call he, me. He'll get you quick. All right. Thanks. Thanks Appreciate brother. it.